Welcome, Freedom Fighters, to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Shed his blood so that we could be free from eternal damnation and we could receive eternal salvation in the name of Jesus. God laid it down for you. There's no better or a sacrifice that you could get any man or any natural or unnatural in this world for somebody that will lay their life down for you to save you. It ain't a man in these streets that's going to come close to what God has already done for you in the realm of the spirit God has laid his life down and he is tired of the soggy saints are you a spiritual soldier or are you a soggy saint sitting in a pew listening to the watered down gospel that's massaging your mind with all of these feel good messages that say God is love God is grace yes he is grace he's full of grace yes he is full of mercy yes he is all of these things but people forget that God is a God of wrath remember he's the same God that turned over tables in the synagogue and if you read any part of revelations you see that God ain't no jizzoke God is not playing in these streets when he says vengeance is the Lord's that's what he means trust and believe there are consequences to the decisions that you make in this life there are consequences to what you do you will be held accountable on judgment day you don't have to worry about me got something to say and posting it on facebook you ain't gotta worry about me being your friend this this uh unfollowing you blocking you none of that if you if god blocks you out of the book of life out of the lamb's book of life that's what you need to be concerned about honey listen here if you can't tell what's going on in these days people are dropping like flies from COVID and everything else no one knows the time nor the hour you think you got till you 90 years old to live for the Lord and I'm telling you now your days are numbered we are in the end times right now so there are too many Christians that are operating as soggy saints not as spiritual snipers not as spiritual soldiers as God has called us to be, to literally armor up and buckle up, knuckle up in the spirit and fight back and actually bring the, the heavens down to the earth so that we can win these spiritual battles against the demonic presence and powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness and high places that's coming to destroy the land, that's coming to destroy the earth. And we are doing what? Sleep. That's, that's, that's what we doing. We sleep. What are we doing? Watching TV. What are we doing? Twerking. What are we doing? Doing nothing. Mindless activities. Mindless activities. And meanwhile, the Satan's Satan is up there laughing and developing a plan to destroy your life. To literally break you down. To destroy your family 
to take your money, to leave you broke, to take your job, to, 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 to hurt your family with spirits of infirmities and cancers and high blood pressure and all of these things. And you fighting, 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 fighting and trying to figure out why you can't win, why you can't win. I'm telling you now, prayer and fasting and your heart posture will help you partner with God so that he can release help by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life to receive the freedom and the victory that is already ordained for your life in heaven. So all of these inactive soldiers, if you've been in the military or married to the military as I once was, we know that you got active duty soldiers and you got furloughed soldiers, you got retired soldiers, you got soldiers that just, what is it, they just do sabbatical on the weekend, you know, part-time soldiers, you have to soldier up every day, so ask yourself, are you active or are you inactive, are you effective or are you ineffective now is the time to answer the trumpet call if you listen to my podcast there's a shofar that plays in the background because it is a trumpet call to battle it is a trumpet call to battle and I pray that everybody that listens to flawed and free podcast that they will receive and answer the call on their lives that every time you listen to that podcast and you hear that shofar bugle call that plays on my platform that you will then answer and receive in your spirit the battle that God has called us to fight in our lives for him for his purpose and his will so let's talk about knowing your opponent right how can you fight a battle when you don't know your opponent you must study the word of God you must study your opponent right you have weapons and you through the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, God has equipped you with all type of strategies and tools in prayer to change your life, to, to help you, to prosper you, to be productive in this life. That is what he has ordained for you, not to be laid out on the side of the road, hungry and homeless, not to be sitting here without and in lack. The devil is a liar. If you live in that way, then maybe you are on some warfare as we all go through, right? We all, the devil will come at us from the right, the left, the north, the south, and the east and the west. He will still come and he will come to try to hurt us, but you must fight back and you must take back whatever it is that the enemy is trying to take from you, whether it be your peace, whether it be your joy, whether it be happiness, healing, wholeness in Christ. He is trying to steal these things from you and you cannot let them have it. And you have to take it back. So I want to ask you a question real quick. I want you guys to comment. Is God in the same, is he equal to Satan? Yes or no? Is God in opposition to Satan? You know, we talk about the angel of God and the devil on the other hand and how the, the God was talking and the angel was talking and all of this in rank in title and position, if that helps some of you, rank, title, or position, is God an equal to Satan? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes, yes, yes. I see these no's. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. No, they are not equally ranked. They are not equally ranked. Who is Satan? Who is Satan? 
who is Satan? Who is Satan? Can anybody tell me who Satan is? If he's not on the same level as Jesus, then who is Satan? What is his position? What is his rank? What is his title? Outside of being Satan, we know he's Satan. But where, yes, Bianca. Bianca, is it Medina D? He was an angel, yes. And his name was Lucifer. So Lucifer was renamed Satan. Lucifer was renamed Satan in rebellion. Lucifer was an archangel. Lucifer was perfect. Lucifer was perfect in heaven. And he was, um, he was a perfect, beautiful angel and pride and rebellion is what caused him to fall. So therefore he is now a fallen angel. He is a fallen angel. So because of that, that makes Satan what? Automatically beneath you. Automatically beneath you. And why does it make the Satan suddenly become beneath you? Is because he was created by God. We were created by God. But he fell from grace. He fell from grace, was kicked out of heaven, and was renamed Satan in his rebellion against the creator. So God created him. So he's not God's equal. Not only is he not God's equal, he lost his position. He lost his title. He lost his ranking. So answer me why when Satan starts running through your house, cutting the light switches off, and trying to intimidate you and scare you, trying to mess with your household, trying to mess with your marriage, trying to mess with your business, why are you running from a fallen angel? Why? Why do we do this? Why, 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 why? Why? Satan is only temporarily allowed to roam the earth and even the air because he's on a leash. God has Satan and all of his demonic power, all of them on a leash. It's a long leash, right? It's a long leash, but God has allowed him temporarily to roam the earth but he's on a leash. So anything that's on a leash, I'm not going to bow down to. I'm not going to worship. So why are we worshiping Satan? Why are we worshiping a dog on a leash? In my mind, he's a dog on a leash. And if you're a dog on a leash, what could you possibly do to me? I have dominion over you. I have power over you. And so for this appointed time, Satan has been given, allowed some temporary access to where he, he resides and, res and roams in the earth, right? Remember that where the, where the money reside, where the money reside, where the money. That Listen, let me tell y'all where Satan resides. Satan resides in hell in the lake of fire. He will be confined to the lake of fire when the day comes of judgment. He will be there. That's where he lives. So in this time, in this season, he going to take and he wants to take as many of us as he can with him. Because he knows God. He knows the power of God. He knows he's under. He's already defeated when God, when God literally, when Adam fell, when Adam fell and the keys was taken, God and God, the Satan took the keys 
and literally God went down into the belly of hell. He took the keys back from Satan and the keys of the kingdom is dominion, power, and authority. So when God died, was buried and resurrected and before he ascended, he went down into the belly of hell. He snatched the keys back from Satan and he gave those keys to us. He gave those keys to us. So we have dominion over Satan and his fallen angel ranking and all of his, the third of the angels that were kicked out with him that are walking around as minions trying to destroy our lives. And literally they are already underfoot. Satan is already, we already have dominion over every creeping and crawling thing in the earth, over everything in the air. God has given us dominion to govern and rule and reign. He has given us power and authority to rule over demonic spirits or to rule over demonic powers. So therefore, there's no reason they have to become subject to us. They got to listen to the word of God and the Holy Spirit that indwells in us. We have the power. We have the, we have everything we need to destroy the kingdom of darkness because they are already underfoot. They are already underfoot. So there are two levels of spiritual warfare. One is casting out demons, which is the deliverance ministry. The deliverance ministry is where we cast out demons. The second is the wrestling against principalities, powers, rulers, spiritual wickedness, and high places. That's in Ephesians 6 and 12. So the two levels of spiritual warfare is found in deliverance, the ministry of deliverance, which is a miracle working uh, ministry. It is a healing ministry and it is a freedom ministry, right? It's, it's full of freedom, healing, love, and dominion, dominion. So the keys of the kingdom that were given to every single believer to operate in their power and authority. And God handed us those keys so that we would have the tools that are needed to, to, to destroy the enemy to annihilate the enemy. He has no power. He has no strength. He has nothing over us. So therefore we are supposed to be arising as soldiers and defeating the kingdom of darkness. God said we are seated in heavenly places with him. So if we're seated in the heavenly realm with God, right? If we are seated with God, then we are seated next to him where in the third heaven we are seated with him so everything there's nothing above the third heaven just so you know for those that don't know that is where god and the holy spirit that's where they reside right the demonic powers and spirits they operate in the second heaven so in the third heaven there's ain't nothing up there so if god said if god said ephesians 2 and 6 Ephesians 2 and 6, if somebody wants to put it in the chat, perfect. Ephesians 2 and 6, that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, seated with him. So that means we are above and not beneath. That's what that means. That means everything in this life. Everything in this world, anything that can come against you, the moon, the stars, the, the time, uh, um, um, natural disasters, tornadoes, rain, birds, bears, lions, oh my, all of that. Every single thing in this life is beneath us. 
Some of us are scared of spiders. Some of us are scared, right? But God did not give us the spirit of fear. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. That spider you have dominion over. You have dominion over the snakes. You have dominion over the scorpions. You have dominion over all of those things. And there's nothing that should hurt or harm you. Luke 10 and 19. God said he has given us the ability to trample and tread upon serpents and scorpions and all powers of the enemy. And nothing, nothing, nothing shall hurt or harm harm you in Jesus name. So we running from spiders. We running from birds. We running from bears. We running from dogs. We running from cats. Why? When you can literally speak to that dog and tell him to shut his mouth in the name of Jesus, shut his mouth in the name of Jesus. Some dog trying to bite you and you running from the dog. No, you decree and you declare and you speak to that dog and you tell him what it is and you tell it what you tell him whose you are and you tell him shut your mouth, be gone in the name of Jesus. And I promise promise you it won't be able to hurt you that goes for everything right God has given us dominion and power over because he has positioned us in this way with him seated in heavenly places so your position and righteousness listen to me I need you to listen to me closely some of y'all might have already fallen off and looking off in the sky and that's okay but just know that your position, we've talked a lot about posture. We've talked a lot about position and power and prayer, right? But I want you to understand that your position in righteousness will determine your position in power. Let that sizzle in your spirit. Let it sizzle in your spirit. Your position in righteousness will determine your position in power, okay? So you got to stand your ground flat-footed before God, bold with holy boldness, and you must take your position just as a soldier would in battle. You must take your position in battle and the authority that God has given in power to stand flat-footed and come against the enemy and destroy him because the, the, fit, the fight is fixed. You're already a victor in the battle. So therefore, your position in righteousness will determine your ability to have the power that you need to fight the enemy. In Jesus' name. She says, stop yelling. <laughs> you know, cousin, we loud. I'm loud, especially in a situation like this, <laughs> glory be to God, glory be to God, glory be to God. I'm going to yell louder. I need to make sure the neighbors and everybody outside can hear in the name of Jesus. So understand and know that the sanctification comes through the renewing of your mind. How do you sanctify and renew your mind? God does. He transforms it. He renews your mind through fasting, through prayer. That is how you receive the purification, the sanctification that is needed to renew your mind so that you can remove the things that God did not plant so that God can uproot and sever those things that have been planted in your life, whether it comes 
comes through your family or whether it comes through sin or whether it's coming through some demonic power that some demon has taken authority or access over your life because you handed it over or because you've just been a victim to um, receiving an inherited curse through your generational bloodline or whatever it was you might have you might have inherited a curse through the womb of your mother through the umbilical cord and and or, or even through the birth canal and so demons will operate in these places and will come against you so that they can destroy the plans of God and so demons operate in the soulish realm demons cannot have your spirit your spirit belongs to God so pe- many have asked me and I've done a podcast on this can a Christian have a demon absolutely a demon can a Christian can be demonized you can receive the Holy Spirit and you can be demonized and so it's a lie if somebody has told you that Christians cannot have demons that is not true because every single person that I've delivered to include myself I am a believer and a follower of Christ and I was demonized and I have been delivered from a number of things that were in my bloodline that were in my family from my own personal sin and iniquity so if someone has told you that they have told you a lie demons operate in the soulish realm what is the soulish realm where do where do demons reside not where the money reside I can tell you that but they reside in the soulish realm which is your mind your will and your emotions so they operate in your mind so what they do the battlefield is where in your mind and so if a demon is talking to you and trying to get you to do are you tired of feeling stuck in the mud of your mind spiritually stagnant and oppressed well let me help you get from your now to your next by booking your free one-to-one 30-minute consultation for spiritual mentorship and consulting at theflawedandfree.com. Click the contact tab and send your request today. Something literally, you have to be able to learn how to discern a spirit, how to discern spirits when it's the Holy Spirit, when it's a demonic spirit, and when it's you. And so, when they're talking to you, then you need to discern and ask the Holy Spirit, Is this you? Is this not you? And you need to test the spirit. You test the spirit because they gain access and entrance to your life through your mind. That's where the battlefield, that's where the seeds are planted. So, therefore, they will come into there because they operate in the soul realm and they will try to control you and they will try to plant dominating thoughts and things like that anytime you discern that there's a demonic spirit operating in that realm and speaking to you you have 30 seconds less than 30 seconds and, and this isn't a time that God gave me that's biblical that I can pull a scripture to say I'm telling you you bind it you rebuke it and you resist the devil God says you resist the devil then the devil must flee he must leave you anytime that you are pondering and and lingering and malingering in your mind over something that a demonic spirit has
is spoken into your life. You're ugly. You're fat. You're never going to make it. Um, uh, people are always going to reject you. You're never going to get married. All of these, these are demonic spirits that are talking to you. These are demonic spirits. So you must discern the spirit and you must take it before the Lord. And when you identify and discern that it's not the Holy Spirit, that it's a demonic spirit, then you got 30 seconds. Bind, rebuke, and resist him. Bind, rebuke, and resist him. Pull it out of your mind. Cast it out in the name of Jesus. That is a form of deliverance. And so people will say, I sold my soul to the devil. I sold my soul to the devil. Let me tell you right now, you cannot sell your soul to the devil. Your soul does not belong to the devil. Your soul belongs to Christ as well. It does not belong to the, de to the, to the devil. But what you can do is you can sell your allegiance. You can sell your allegiance. Remember when you was a kid at school? I pledge allegiance to the flag and blah, 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 whatever say, to the United States, to God may cover whatever foolishness. So you pledge your allegiance. You pledge, and that's why a lot of people won't pledge their allegiance, long story. And so here we are. And so you can give over in agreement to the enemy your allegiance. You can give your allegiance to the devil, but you can't sell it to the devil. And so the devil will try to trick you as he's done with people who have come into agreement with him and they have operated in witchcraft practices and things like that and said, I will give you money. I will give you wealth. I will give you prosperity if you give me your soul. And people will say, oh, I gave my soul to the devil, so therefore I can't come back to God. That's a lie. You can repent and you can give yourself to God and you can come out of agreement through the allegiance that you had given the devil. What is allegiance? I'm going to read the definition of allegiance. So any of you that may have been operating in occult practices and witchcraft and any sort of demonic avenue, demonic door or demonic portal that has that the enemy has told you, you can't come back to Christ. You can't be redeemed. You can't be restored. The devil is lying to you. You can. You can repent. You can be renewed. You can be redeemed and you can be restored. God will do that for you and you can break and bind the allegiance that you have given the devil. Allegiance is what? So I pulled up the definition of allegiance. Allegiance is loyalty or commitment of a subordinate or to a superior or of an individual to a group or cause. Look it up. So allegiance is a commitment and loyalty to a subordinate, to a superior. So who is our superior? Our superior is Jesus Christ, not the devil, not the devil. So you are not a subordinate to the devil. Or if you do, it's because you've given it to him because you've allowed him to because you've allowed yourself to become a subordinate of Satan. You've allowed yourself to come into agreement with Satan. You have given your allegiance to Satan and you have have made him your superior and if that is the case you are out of order but God will redeem and renew you how do demons get in most people want to know how do the demons get in I've already made mention to some ways in the womb and um, through the umbilical cord through the birth canal through the sins of your life through iniquity what is iniquity iniquity is unrepented sin what is believers what are we supposed to be doing living a life of daily repentance you go 
go before God, whether you know you've done something or not, whether you believe you're in rightful standing or not, you go before God in your prayer time and you ask God to redeem you, to restore you. You repent and you ask for forgiveness for your sins that are known and even the sins that are unknown. And so for those that I teach how to pray properly in the spirit realm, I, I, I have taught them how to strategically pray through prayers of repentance and confession, through prayers of thanksgiving and supplication, and even your warfare prayers and how they can be different and utilized and properly because we want to be making sure that we are strategically praying and hitting a bullseye in the spirit against demonic spirits. Demons come in through legal access and open doors, through occult sin and practices in iniquity. Anybody that is operating in sage practices, anybody that is operating in Palo Santos, anybody that is using crystals, way, uh, African waist beads, anybody that is operating in astrology, horoscopes, psychics, psychic readings, mediums, Ouija boards, seances, um, tarot card readings, psychic medium, yoga, any of these things, these are um, demonic portals to the enemy. And so the enemy uses these practices to literally open up the door to sin through idolatry and immorality. These are tools that are used to, um, gain access to gain legal access to you and your body. And they will come and enter in, in this way. And with any open door in your life, and when you invoke a demon, whether you're invoking them knowingly or unknowingly, it is you opening up the door through these portals and through these things, whether you're aware or unaware, and you are allowing the demons to come through your open door. If I leave my front door open right now, I cannot determine what comes in the door what comes in the door. I can't say, okay, pain, you can come, you, you know, stay out, but peace, you come in. Mm -mm, don't work that way. And that goes spiritually in every spiritual aspect of your life. Any door that is open, you cannot determine unless the Lord has determined the door to be open Then we know it's of good and it's for our, it's for our good. But any demonic doors that have been open, you cannot, as you invoke the demons and give them direct access to your life, to your body, to your house, to your temple, you are then invoking whatever it is that they want to come in with. If they want to come in with a legion of spirit spouses, that's what you get. If they want to come in with, with uh, infirmity, sickness, and disease to come through your front door that you left open, that's what you get. But you have, and I'm not saying that's what you get, like, ha-ha, I meant that's what will happen, right? They choose whatever they want. Why? Because you have left the door open. So strongholds, what are those? The strongholds is how the demon stays. So we got legal access and authority by opening the door. Then we have a demonic stronghold that comes in and stays. And so that's why legal access and authority is important and your authority in Christ is important. And then we got to identify what strongholds are and how they're able to stay. So a quick, quick reference to a demonic stronghold is a is a stronghold or a enslavement, a bondage, and you're bound to a thing that has a hold on you, a very stronghold that actually it gives them the ability to stay. Where are strongholds found? Strongholds are found in the area of deep personal pain. 
strongholds are found in the areas of your life of deep personal pain. How do you identify a stronghold? How? The grace of God. The grace of God will help you identify the strongholds in your life. The power of the Holy Spirit will help you identify the strongholds in your life, right? So there are things that are deep rooted. Some things are even beyond you that are in your ancestral bloodline, that are in your generational bloodline, that were planted many, many, many generations before you that have become strongholds in your life that you didn't even have a chance to say no to because you were born into it that being said most of us don't know oh that our great 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 grandfather was a witch or that so-and-so was um was operating as a witch as in witchcraft that uh, or what have you right we don't know and so we're unaware and so the grace of god will open up your heart and as you partner with the holy spirit through prayer and through fasting the holy spirit will reveal so you can heal the holy spirit's job is to reveal so you can heal and you go deep down into the furthest area of pain and these things are not fun to experience nor re-experience but the ministry of deliverance meets you in that space and as God will meet you as you uproot the hidden things the secret sin the things that you don't tell people that you're struggling with those silent struggles that you struggle with the Lord will literally shine the light upon it and once the Lord shines the light upon pun it then you can uproot it then you can deal with it then you can place it at the foot at the foot of Jesus but what must you do you must pull back the layers of your life all of the things that have been concealed everything that has been covered up right they've been concealed and covered through coping mechanisms and defense mechanisms anybody that's been through therapy counseling and treatment they talk about coping mechanisms they talk about defensive mechanisms yes these things you incorporate over time Time because you have dissociated you have dissociated and disconnected from the pain but that's what the devil wants you to do disconnect from the source right but your source is in God and so demonically he will keep you bound to the thing that you are dealing and struggling with keep it hidden concovered and concealed so that you can't uproot it if you don't know the foundation in which you are being demonically oppressed then you cannot be healed then you cannot be filled by the Holy Spirit because there's a demonic presence and power uh, occupying that space. And so the ministry of deliverance will help you uh, experience and partner with the Holy Spirit to reveal that area of pain, the area of pain. I'm going to tell you right now, you can go to counseling. I have nothing. There's nothing wrong with therapy. There's nothing wrong with counseling, but you can't medicate a demon. You can't medicate a demon and you can't counsel a demon. I, you know, for those that need counseling therapy, I, I think it's a great thing. I just think that you should partner with the Holy Spirit as to when you should be doing this because you could go lay on somebody's couch all night and all day, tell your story, and they can walk you out of there with a bag of medication of anti-anxieties, antidepressants, and all you ain't doing nothing but medicating the demon. You're not, they're still there. You stop taking the meds, you stop doing, well, they still there. They're not, they're going to 
to keep wreaking havoc in your life and you're going to be millions of dollars in debt before you discover that there's a demon that you need to be delivered from. So I would, I would recommend that if you believe or you think there's a demon and when in doubt, cast them out, don't play with it. Just partner with God in prayer to reveal whatever it is that you are being plagued with in your life. And you can't medicate the demon and you can't counsel them. Demons can't be counseled. Demons can't be medicated. Okay. They got to be cast out. That is the only way that you will be able to be free. The ministry of deliverance is a demonstrative, demonstrative, meaning demonstration, a demonstrative form of dominion. It is a demonstration. So what we do is as deliverance ministers and when God delivers you himself, because it's the Holy Spirit using myself and other deliverance ministers or even delivering you in your secret space, the devil I'm at the end. I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit delivers you and we make a public spectacle of the devil. That's what, that's what it is, right? It's the kingdom of light defeating the kingdom of darkness. It's the best movie you will ever watch. If you've ever watched spiritual movies or, 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 or those, those, um, war movies or, or what do they call like the Viking movies, you know, and those sort of things. It's the best ticket to any show you could possibly get to literally see demons tremble, to literally see demons in fear of God. To literally see them run. Okay. I've had demons literally trying to get away from me and crawling out of the front door, begging and pleading. Not with me because I, I don't have power. I have power through the Holy Ghost. But literally because I am an ambassador of Christ, because I'm a representative of Christ, because I have the power and the authority through the keys of the kingdom that I use to defeat the kingdom of darkness, these demons literally and they fight, right? They fight. I got to wrestle with them sometimes, you know, and Satan gets mad and he cusses and he talks crazy. But at the end of the day, God still gets the glory. And so the kingdom of darkness is defeated. And I'm going to close out with the last thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about quickly, which is maintaining your deliverance. So getting deliverance is just as important, but maintaining it is all the more important. And so I'm going to give you four things that you must be cons be mindful of when you are seeking and desiring to maintain your deliverance. One is to pull down the strongholds. We've already talked about strongholds and what they are. If you want to listen to the replay, go back, or you can follow me as I go on my podcast and discuss and talk about this. The second thing is winning the battlefield of your mind, rebuking Satan's voice and Satan's attempts to gain access to you. That's the second thing. The third thing is to develop a strong prayer life, right? That is the anointing, the yoke that destroys the yoke of bondage. The anointing oil breaks the yokes of bondage. The anointing breaks the yokes of bondage. You go in prayer. You get into your secret space. And you war and you fight back in the spirit. And you get everything that the enemy's trying to take from you. So in this area, you need to build a solid, strong prayer life. And the fourth thing is consistency and commitment. Be consistent and be committed to Christ and be committed to the will of the Father in your life. 
believe, 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 because no one will receive anything from God in unbelief. Unbelief is a, is, is a sin. Doubt is a sin. And if there's any way that you're doubting and you're in unbelief, even when um, in Mark 9, where God's called them faithless, right? Because there were people mocking and watching that didn't believe. They were, they, they did not have faith. They did not believe that these, this demon could get cast out of this boy. And so belief will hinder your deliverance. Unbelief rather. Unbelief will hinder your deliverance. If you're in your prayer and you're like, God, 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 help me, help me, help me. But in your mind and your heart, God searched your heart and he saw that you really didn't believe that he would do it. Then guess what? You're going to be still fighting with that stronghold. You're still going to be tussling and in the spirit round with that stronghold you're still gonna be cycling through this cycle over and over again because everything in the kingdom starts with belief from receiving christ salvation and anything else it all starts with belief 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 so that's numero uno numero uno if you don't want to hinder your progress in life or your the, the ability to prosper in life if you don't want if you want to be delivered you must believe so therefore to maintain your deliverance i'll go back through them one last time we'll open up for any questions and i love you thank you for your time today one was pull down strongholds that's maintaining your deliverance. This is what we're talking about, closing out. Number two, win the battlefield of your mind. That's number two, win the battlefield of your mind. And number three is develop a strong prayer life. Develop a strong and solid prayer life. And number four is consistency and commitment. And I will add belief. I can add that as number five as belief, believe in God, believe in God for anything that you seek and desire to receive from the kingdom. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed and free.